Hello, I'm David Osman. On behalf of the Independent Research Forum, welcome to this IRF podcast. With me today is Ryoji Musa, the founder of Musa Research. Our title for this podcast, Japan, back in the big time. The Independent Research Forum promotes an extensive range of high-quality independent research and alternative data providers from around the world, both macro and micro. Some are global, some are country-specific, some sector-specific, many are stock-specific, and all are investment-related. The Japanese stock market has risen by more than 20% so far this year. Is this a clear signal that the Japanese economy is finally emerging from the deflationary problems of the last three decades? If so, global asset allocators will have to pay more attention to the outlook for the Japanese economy, financial markets, and the currency. I am very pleased that once again, Ryoji Musha of Musa Research is with us to discuss the prospects for Japan. After a long and distinguished career working for leading global investment banks in Japan and the USA, Ryoji Musa founded Musa Research in 2009. Before then, his responsibilities since 1973 included being the Chief Investment Advisor of Deutsche Securities and the Chief Analyst and General Manager of the Equity Research Department of the Daiwa Research Institute. During that period, he achieved the top rating for Japan equity strategy in the institutional investor polls. In addition, Ryoji Musha has been an advisor to various government committees. He has also been a part-time lecturer at Shinzu University and a visiting professor at the Saitama University Graduate School. He has authored numerous books since 1982, including in 2018, The Biggest Economic Boom in History is Coming, Five Reasons to be Optimistic about the Future of Japan. Musa Research provides direct assistance with financial market analysis and the determination of medium and long-term outlooks. The activities of Musa Research are guided by three principles, adhering to consistent logic, reaching conclusions based on their own beliefs, and using a viewpoint that incorporates both history and a global perspective. Musa-san, welcome back. Let's begin with a brief introduction to the Musa Research Service. Uh, thank you very much, David. I am very pleased to have opportunity to uh, explain about uh, Japan's situation. Uh, at first, I would like to introduce uh, what about Musa Research. Musa Research is macro-oriented, a top-down research, uh, independent research house in, in Japan. And I have been, uh, I think, uh, the longest uh, experience in, in the market, which is 50 years. And uh, with uh, this long-term uh, experience and uh, profound uh, uh, databases, I have been calling a lot of important uh, point to call the market direction uh, correctly. Uh, last uh, almost uh, 15 years, I have been most bullish person in uh, Tokyo stock market. But uh, prior to that, I was the most bearish person in the market. 
So some people tend to think me as a kind of outspoken, quite extreme opinion provider, but it is totally wrong. What I'm, you know, I'm my position is so extreme is based upon my long-term historical analysis. Uh, now I am um, believing that uh, Japan uh, equity is getting into very long-term uh, growth story, uh, which was for most important fact that the Japan stock market performance uh, have been the best in the world uh, since the beginning of this year. That Nikkei is reaching around 30% from the beginning. Uh, which is highest in a major uh, equity market in the world. Uh, so uh, I'm very pleased to uh, have any question you have and uh, uh, answer it. Also, if you are interested in Musha Research, please visit the homepage of Musha Research and all my past reports have been shown uh, from the beginning of uh, Musha Research since uh, 2009 up to now. Now I'd like to open to David to uh, answer his questions. At the start of this year, you correctly forecast that the Japanese yen would remain relatively weak against the US dollar, even though the Bank of Japan was expected to introduce a modest tightening of their long-held ultra-loose monetary policy stance. Given development so far this year, how do you see the policy of yield curve control and other unconventional monetary policy measures evolving in the year ahead? I think uh, we have to uh, understand two bottom line. First is that fundamental have been uh, improving dramatically toward the DOJ goal of 2% inflation and uh, uh, sustainable economic growth. The second is that DOJ still quite capable to control the market stability. Both of two is the most important facts that we needed to observe about Japanese financial uh, monetary policy operations. Because of those two reasons, no matter what DOJ policy to be introduced, basically all things to be positive to risk taking and the stock market. As to uh, Japanese monetary policy changing, uh, so far, uh, uh, Bank of Japan uh, yield curve control adjustment have been uh, introduced twice and very successful to uh, ease market uh, extreme uh, concerns. And currently, we are in the process what could be in future. I think two points to be discussed first. How about yield curve control future? When yield curve control will be eliminated? And the second is how about lifting of negative interest rate? Those two are maybe a serious concern of a global investor toward Japan. My opinion is that at first, Mr. Ueda may introduce lifting of negative interest rate maybe April or June, July of next year. Then maybe following six months, yield curve control to be eliminated. 
then all Japanese uh, Bank of Japanese uh, Bank of Japan's uh, extraordinary monetary easing measure to be uh, normalized. Uh, people are, are surprised to see that Mr. Ueda, uh, governor of Bank of Japan, have uh, said a couple of uh, you know days ago that there are uh, some possibility that are elimination of uh, lifting of elimination of negative interest rate could be possible if he have sufficient data and we he uh, uh, watching carefully. And however, um, what he says that is uh, maybe he is a little bit concerned about current very rapid yen slide so that, uh, you know, prevent that currency trend. He uh, maybe uh, politically uh, turned to a rather hawkish stance than uh, in the, compared to the past. However, I think uh, lifting of uh, negative uh, interest rate uh, should be maybe uh, after uh, the uh, April of next year because until we have confidence about uh, uh, wage hike uh, of uh, next year uh, to be more satisfactory to 2% inflation uh, goal to be achieved. And after uh, Observing that aggressive wage hike to be was made possible, going to be made possible, then Mr. Weather turned to lift of negative interest rate. However, he may still maintain yield curve control. It is for the sake of safety. If yield curve control to be maintained, once market react negatively, Bank of Japan could intervene the market so that to stop to uh, long-term interest rate uh, to go up to a kind of extreme level. So maybe at first we will see lifting of negative interest rate, then we will see eliminating yield curve control, everything. That could be seen in future. Given your structural views on the different prospects for the US and Chinese economies and global geopolitical considerations, how do you expect the yen to perform against the US dollar and the Chinese renminbi over the next 12 months or so? I think our most important factor to think about currency is the strength of US dollar. Why US dollar is so strong? First, uh, U.S. growth is strong. Second, U.S. fiscal policy is expanding, and therefore uh, uh, U.S. economy is rather much accelerated than um, otherwise. And because of this situation, global money is centering to the United States that lift U.S. interest rate, U.S. Uh, treasury yield, and accompanied with strengthen of dollars. That is, I think, most important factor going forward about global currency development. In addition, yen or uh, Chinese won, yuan uh, to be affected, influenced by uh, each country's monetary policy. In Japan, as I discussed before, 
Japanese uh, central bank may gradually uh, you know, move toward more tightening monetary policy that could be uh, originally basically a negative factor of US dollar versus yen. However, as I discussed, that global money is moving uh, aggressively, strongly toward US. Dollar strength of baseline uh, have uh, uh, maintained. That may lift Japanese yen to the US dollar from uh, 140 to 155 level. Maybe uh, not uh, aggressive change, but some kind of a lifted level of range to be expected uh, one year in future. About Chinese yuan, I think uh, yuan may get much weaker than that of Japan, maybe 7.0 to 8.0 range to be expected toward next one year. Since China have no choice but to uh, you know, lower its interest rate so that prop up uh, deflating uh, real estate bubble. Therefore, I think uh, Dara is going to be a main player of this, this uh, coming years. Given your currency views, what are the implications for Japan's economic growth, both in nominal and real terms? And you said that you felt that the Bank of Japan was on course to meet its 2% inflation target eventually. When would you expect them to be able to achieve that? I think uh, already uh, Japanese inflation um, reaching more than 3%, which is high above BOJ goal. However, uh, people do not believe this is sustainable because this is uh, you know, uh, introduced by very strong uh, US dollar weak Japanese currency plus uh, unexpected strong of energy cost of import. Therefore, uh, sustainable 2% inflation to be achieved not this year or next year, rather year 2025. Therefore, uh, Bank of Japan are relatively uh, easy monetary policy to be maintained toward next one year. However, very important development to be, I think, already we are experiencing. First is that Japanese economic development, GDP, have been very strong. In addition, uh, inflation uh, reaching more than 3%, nominal GDP of Japan economy is growing around 5%. Next year, uh, this year, and next uh, first half of next year, that may ignite very strong uh, Japanese uh, corporate uh, animal spirit to investment, invest for future. As I discussed before, a very favorable development of geopolitics ab about Japan that US-China confrontation uh, forced Japan to invest domestically so that replace Chinese global supply chain that accompanied with excessive weak Japanese currency, uh, I think introducing very favorable investment and the consumption environment in Japan. And uh, this environment continues. Uh, inflation reaching more than 2%, wage is growing more than 3%, uh, 
corporate earnings is growing uh, uh, historical level that recurring profit to sales reached to almost 10%, which is the highest in the history. And also, Japanese stock price performance uh, have been the best of the year so far this year. All those uh, is very pure results of US-Japan, US-China confrontation, geopolitical development, and excessive weak Japanese currency. And this situation, I think, may continue next one, two, three, one, two, two, three years that Japanese strong stock performance may continue uh, throughout next two years. And turning to the uh, bond market, where do you see the Japanese government 10-year bond yield at the end of this year and in mid-2024? I think so far, uh, still Bank of Japan have a strong grip to uh, 10 years bond yield. And therefore, uh, maybe this year, uh, 10 years JGB yield to be a 0.6 to 0.8% range. However, uh, uh, mid next year, uh, this uh, negative interest rate to be lifted and uh, maybe end of the next year, uh, yield curve control to be lifted. Therefore, uh, long-term interest rate of Japanese government of 10 years will reach more than 1%, uh, somewhere 1.1 to 1.2% uh, end of uh, year 2024. Your bullish view of the Japanese stock market has been fully justified by the rise in the Tokyo Exchange Topics Index, which is up by over 20% so far this year. How do you see Japanese equities performing in the year ahead? I think uh, it may continue. And uh, maybe toward the end of this year, uh, Nikkei will reach 35,000. Topics will reach uh, 2,540 level, at least 7% much higher than current level. Then maybe end of next year, it may up uh, further 16% or at the most 25% from current level, which means that Nikkei may reach 41,000 level, which is the highest in history. This kind of very, very sustainable long-term bull market continues from now on. The important thing is, as I discussed, the most important cause of current strength of Japanese economy is not just outcome of cyclical uh, movement, rather than a secular trend by very weak Japanese currency, US-Japan serious uh, you know, geopolitical confrontation that uh, shift global high-tech supply chain uh, from China to Japan may start to take place. In addition, current Japanese cheap currency attract global travelers to Japan that ignite very strong demand of uh, domestic demand to Japanese local economy. Both of two uh, may uh, create very strong uh, volume growth of Japanese economy, which had been missed 
last three decades. Uh, those kind of secular trend is most important factor behind very strong blue market in Japanese equity. And therefore, I would like to uh, uh, ask global investors that uh, focus and overweight Japan equity very, very aggressively. One thing I would like to add uh, finally is that maybe 30 years ago, when I was uh, you know, a strategist of Deutsche Bank, uh, uh, Japanese market, uh, Japanese share of uh, MSCI uh, all country index was more than 40%. Now it declined to uh, 5%. So almost uh, a 10 of decline of Japanese weight in global market have been the issue of the last three decades. Throughout the process, global asset allocator just uh, reduce Japanese weight and wait and see. Performance could be superb. That kind of situation continued almost last three decades. It means that global investors have been ignored Japanese potentiality totally and uh, uh, people uh, forget to do research about Japan. But as I expect explained before, Japanese economy have turned around dramatically because of geopolitical reasons. And this is, I think, a secular uh, turning around of uh, global uh, weight of Japanese equity that uh, asset allocator needed to overweight Japan from now on. Musa-san, thank you for this most informative insight into the service that is provided by Musa Research. With more time, it would be interesting to discuss in greater detail your views on the world economy in general and the Asia-Pacific region in particular. It would also be interesting to hear more about your thoughts on the sectors and companies in the Japanese stock market that you believe are most attractive at the present time. The Independent Research Forum is offering a short trial to the Musa Research Service and can provide details of how to subscribe to their full service. More information is available on request from the Independent Research Forum. Many thanks for listening to this IRF podcast with Ryojin Musa, the founder of Musa Research. Thank you very much.